Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network. This is Patrick Honeywell. On today's podcast, I share my visit to the recently held International Pizza Expo in Las Vegas, Nevada. This International Pizza Expo is the largest pizza show in the world. Pizza workshops, competitions, demonstrations, and a whole lot of pizza. Vendors came to present their products and innovations. Attendees came to see and learn how to make traditional and innovative pizzas from some of the best pizziolas in the world who came to share their passion, deep knowledge, and love of pizza. All right, I'm here with Clayton Wood. We're at the big International Pizza Expo show, and Clayton is here with a company called Picnic, right? That's right. Sounds awesome. So, Clayton, tell me about your company, what you got going on here. So, Picnic is a company founded on the premise that automation can make food service easier. Our tagline is Food Made Easy. Our first product that we just announced commercial availability for yesterday, first product is a pizza assembly system. We can assemble uh, pizzas of any flavor, customized size, shape, and toppings at a rate where a single person can make 100 pizzas an hour, uh, two people can make 150 pizzas an hour, uh, every pizza unique size, shape, toppings, and we're showing the system off here at the Expo for the first time. Yeah, it looks awesome. I just checked it out. So you've got an area where you're popping in the pizza dough. So you have a prepared pizza dough that somebody puts together, and they throw it on there. And walk me through. What happens with the first dispenser? Yeah. So we start with the pizza dough. We're, I like to say we're dough agnostic. So fresh, frozen, par-baked, hand-tossed, any shape, any thickness. Uh, that's what we start with. Um, you place the dough in the system. We have a computer vision camera that reads the size and shape and placement of the dough. And the dough goes down a conveyor. And we put sauce, cheese, fresh sliced pepperoni, and any granular toppings you want to put on. And we produce a ready-to-cook pizza. You can integrate it with a conveyor oven so it flows right through the oven. Or you can use any oven solution you may have, uh, deck oven, wood-fired oven. We're, we don't really care about the oven. We're just preparing the pizza. But the part of the pizza assembly that we're doing is the part that is labor-intensive and is hard to be consistent with. So for operations that are trying to produce consistent, high-quality food to a recipe, we can support that. Our system is designed to use any ingredients, so we use the chef's ingredients. It's not our branded pizza. We're not restaurateurs. We are technologists. And so we're providing this system to the trade, and we've got interest from customers across all segments from uh Pizza brands, obviously, independent pizza stores, uh, convenience stores, retail, grocery stores, airports, stadiums, event centers, food service companies. Um, everybody who makes pizza could use this system. No, it looks awesome. Yeah, and you mentioned the labor issue. It almost looks like this could take the place of maybe two or three people so, or as far as, you know, setting set up. And- That's exactly what we hear from our customers is that they believe that this can save labor and especially... Just the awkwardness of pizza uh, service is that you always have to have a rush hour crew. You need a lot more people to do a two-hour rush. Um, this system can cruise right through a rush hour, and you don't need to add staff uh, just to handle the extra volume. That's amazing. So I see you've got, it looks like a sauce dispenser, and then you've got the things that go on top, the toppings. Yep. Can you adjust it like somebody might like a lot of sauce versus not so much? Absolutely. Every pizza is customized, so when the order comes in, comes in digitally. We can enter it manually on a screen on the system, come in over a phone or another mobile app over the internet, 
and the the individual order can be customized heavy or light on any of the individual toppings. You can eliminate a topping. You can put the you can also as the operator you can put the the toppings on in any sequence you want. The system is modular and configurable. It's also extendable. So if you have a longer menu, you can add modules and add additional ingredients. That's amazing. So you don't necessarily have to do a round pizza. You can do a square or rectangle. That's right. We've set got, it up. We've got customers who want rectangular pizzas now. We've got we've we've done some work with customers who have skateboard shaped pizzas, um, any shape, any any size. That's amazing. Well, listen. I wish you the best of luck at the show. That it looks awesome, and I'm I'm amazed. Uh, I'll be coming back to try some of your pizza in just probably a few minutes. Great. Thanks so much for stopping by. Thanks, Clay. All right. I'm here at the International Pizza Expo with Tony Gemignani at his booth, his beautiful booth, uh, for the International School of Pizza. And I'm here also to pick up a couple more pizza Bibles because I had a whole case of those things. They're gone now because I gave them away as gifts. So, hey, Tony, how are you doing? Good, good. A little tired, but good. Well, man, you've, got, you've had like a ton of seminars, a bunch of uh, demos, and you're, you're one of the organizers, I believe, of this whole event, yeah? Yeah, I am. You know, we organize the World Pizza Games. Uh, I'm one of the head speakers here that do seminars in the morning. Those are the paid seminars in the morning. I did a, a speech about ghost kitchens. We're doing Sicilians later. I mean... This is kind of my busiest week uh, when it comes to pizza because we, we are the kickoff party at Pizza Rock, the opening party. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's a little crazy. Yeah, I'm a little so, tired. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, but you look amazing. You look young, handsome, and amazing. I tell you, it's crazy. Yeah, so um, I wanted to ask you, what is it like putting something like this together? It's a beautiful show. There's a lot going on, but it looks like a... Well, when you look at what Emerald, Pizza Today, Pizza Expo, what they do to put it together, I'm a, I'm a piece of that puzzle. The competition side of it, I really grew with like Pete LaChapelle and Bill Oakley. Uh, over the years, we've added different categories, which were important. And then on the acrobatic side, you see the acrobats, the guys who make it the biggest, the fastest. My team uh, also organizes that competition circuit. So... It's a lot of work. It's the Super Bowl of pizza. When people come out, it's uh, anybody, everybody, single store operators, multi-chain, multi-unit operators. You know, you'll see Domino's walking on the floor. You'll see independent guys from New York. It's, it's that hub that you come to every year. It, and last year, we missed it, you know. And this year, it's smaller because, of course, COVID, you know, wasn't good to any, anyone, really. So this year was interesting to see what it was going to be like how many people are going to come, how many booths are going to come. It's a lot smaller, The pe- but the people that are here are very, very engaged. They just love the business, love the industry, and it's it's amazing feeling. I mean, it's like it's almost like we forgot our birthday last year and nobody came to the party and nobody remembered. And all of a sudden, we're trying to bring it back, so it's, 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 it's an interesting time. Nah, it's, a, it's an amazing show. And I want to ask you about your school, too. I had a friend, Chris, on the phone the other day, and he wants to take your class. And he, he asked me a million questions. <laughs> I live in Southern California. I want to go up and take your class. Tell me a little bit about your pizza school. Yeah, so I run the International School of Pizza out of San Francisco. I've been certifying for over uh, over 13 years now. I was even certifying before I had Tony's and the school uh, at an off, off, uh, a, a place I was doing in Manteca before I opened. But I get students that come from all over the world. Um, I had a guy that actually just won the competition yesterday from Honduras that I trained years ago. 
he messaged me, and uh, I saw a late message last night from from him. I looked at it. I said, "Oh wow, he, he won!" <laughs> Man, so, you know, I I sort of find different styles of pizza from Detroit to St. Louis to Neapolitan to Sicilian to Chicago deep dish to Cracker Thin. We specialize in all the styles. Students come in and work for with four days in the kitchen, learn how to make dough, sauce, work a wood fired oven, a coal oven, and an electric oven or gas oven. They learn recipes, they understand how yeast reacts to simple sugars, and they don't eat feed on complex sugars and gliadine and glutenine proteins and wow. gluten-free. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a crash course in pizza. When you leave, you'll have a ton of knowledge. You may not be the fastest pizzaiolo out there, but you'll definitely know how to do it right. And uh, if you have experience in the industry, we get guys that are 20-year veterans that want to do something new or heard about Detroit style and want to incorporate it and, uh, and freshen it up a bit. So we get all ages, uh, veterans and rookies, uh, people that are real estate agents that want to be in the pizza business <laughs> and they hate their life now. I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting. Well, you've been so influential. Some really top pizza makers in the United States um, I've, I've spoken with and they've come to your school because they want to kick it up. Or they yep. want to expand, maybe get stronger, like uh, Will Grant was one, and Nicole uh, Bean as well. So they, you've just just added so much to their lives. So it's been really instrumental. So I, I see it for the home you know, person that wants to learn at home. You've got a class for the home kind of a baker, but also the professional courses, which are really killer. So that's amazing. Yeah, no, it's been great. I've, we've had a lot, of, a lot of amazing students over the years, from Jeff Smokovich to Ann Kim, Will, like you said, and Nicole I mean, if you look at some of the guys on the floor and women on the floor that are competing right now, a lot of them have gone through the school. A lot of them have been in the business. But like I said, they want to make their dough better. You're always trying mm. to make it better. I mean, you're always trying to figure things out, improve your skills, understand different ovens, invest in ovens or mixers that you may have not invested in 20, mm. 25 years ago. Now you want to look for it, and we have it. So you got to remember, when I got into it, I fell in love with every style of pizza. And back in the day, there was your New Yorkers that like this, Chicago's like that, Neapolitans would never touch Detroit, or Romans <laughs> hated Neapolitan. I mean, it was all this, like, kind of uh, almost, uh, it's territorial. Now you see guys having grandma, Detroit, Roman, Neapolitan, and, <laughs> and they're all like, you know, everyone's in love with each other now, and, and, and it's such a different time now. I believed in it years ago that if it's done right, it's great. If it's done wrong, it's not. Mm. So... For me, I, I, I celebrate every style, and um, I always thought that was important, and I always saw the future of pizza. The consumer wants diversity. The consumer's looking for something new and exciting, and if you're a pizzeria that can't adapt to change, you're almost like a ship that's sailing in the ocean uh, with nowhere to go. Uh, you know, you're almost, so it's important to understand that Right now, if you look at Instagram and people are on their phones and, wow, we have to try that, or, huh, I've never seen this before. Where can I get it? I really feel that you need to be diverse in our industry, mm. and, and it's finally caught up to it now. Got you, got you. I learned a lot about Detroit from you, so that's uh, been great. Um, you're super influential, you're a great educator, and you're super humble, great guy. So I really appreciate you taking time with me today. Thank you. Thanks yeah, so much, Tony. I appreciate it. Yeah, have fun. Hey, I am here with Will Grant at the International Pizza Show. 
at a booth. It's a beautiful booth, Shepherd's Grain Flour, and thank you for taking a few moments with me. Absolutely. Well, thanks for coming visiting and trying some of my sourdough pizza. Oh, man, it was awesome. I just had some. But I really want to talk a bit about your school. You have a school that you just opened or is opening soon, It's, yeah? it's opening soon. It's actually okay. opening in mid-September. It's a project I've been working on for about three and a half years, and it's kind of a dream child of, after going to the International School of Pizza with Tony Gemiani, I was just so amazed by his passion and his ability and, and want to share with people. It really inspired me to do the same thing. So I've kind of done what he's done, because he's International School of Pizza, and he's the School of Pizzola Italiano. So the way I'm doing it is I was lucky enough to be nominated by him and go through all of his courses. And I'm going to be a master instructor with School of Pizzola Italiano. So in October, I actually go to Italy to finish my training as a master school instructor. And then, uh, but beyond that, we also have our sourdough that really isn't covered in a lot of, you know, Italian cooking or Italian pizzas and like that. So that's where I will have the Pacific Northwest School of Pizza that will be starting next month doing home baker classes, professional classes, and just, you know, date night, kids night, just really uh, kind of taking down the walls that people are so scared of with sourdough and mm. showing people what amazing, you know, product you can make out of it and how easy it really is to make such good food at home. You know, I think it's awesome. And, and it's a gift to the Pacific Northwest that you're going to have that school there. But I'm sure when the word gets out, because you are really the master of sour, all things sourdough, when the word gets out, you're going to have people coming from across the country. So, you know, it's amazing because it's been such a project. We've actually had people reach out to us from uh, India, from Spain, from Canada. And it's, it's really going to be a fun international affair to really show and share what I've learned with sourdough over the last 37 years of my life. Amazing. Oh, my God, wait. A couple friends just uh, popped, up, popped up a bit ago. And actually, they're your, your friends and my friends. And we got Fred... Danzer from Parados and Daryl Clark from Parados. They're um, distributors of pipes, but they're master bakers too. So it's an honor to have you guys here. You're been, we've been friends for a long time. Thanks for having me. Hey, and so, Daryl. <laughs> so what do you think of the show so far? And why did you come to this pizza, International Pizza Expo? Well, I think uh, for me, uh, it's the first time I came to the pizza show. Uh, I usually come to most of like, the bread shows and stuff like that. Just, but to see the differences in pizzas, uh, the sourdough that they use since our company, Parados, is very at the head of the class, I think, with sourdough. Uh, it's very interesting to see how we can contribute to maybe the pizza show and see maybe next year or the year after we can come in here and show some of our sourdoughs. Yeah, nice. Well, Parados, uh, based out of Belgium, is an amazing, amazing company. I've worked with you guys for a long time and different, different things. So what do you think, Daryl? You're from the Pacific Northwest. Up yep. in Will's neck of the woods, where my daughter lives, and it's really good to see you again today. Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah, I've had Will's pizza several times. It's fantastic, and I as well. I'm just here to try different pizzas, different textures, different crusts. Mm. Um, is where it all starts, of course, and then you add those different ingredients, whether it's tomato sauce, meats, and all that. So um, it's definitely unique here, and um, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I came, and I will definitely come back, and we'll have to. Uh, well, you know, some of our sours as definitely. Well, well you're, you're really into pizza, too. I know you're strong. Yep. You're both really great bakers, you know, yep. heavy, 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 strong bread background, probably laminated doughs, too. Um, but what? tell me a little bit about your love of pizza. I've grown up with pizza. As Will said, he's six, six, six years time. old. I've been around that for about the same time. I haven't made it like Will, but uh, I'm a taster. 
gosh, I'm so a taster too. I just love it. <laughs> just love the different sours. Uh, different flowers work differently too. So, mm -hmm. well, it's really, really great to see both of you, and, and uh, maybe we can walk the show a bit together. We'll let we'll get back. We'll just kick off some killer sourdough pizzas, and and I had some. I'm going to try to sneak some more if he has time. Would that be okay? Absolutely, but I do have to say thanks to Pirato guys for coming out. I really appreciate their support. You know, they've really been a big part of sourdough kind of flourishing the day it is because with the pandemic, sourdough has been popular, but what they've been working on for the last 15, 20 years with the sourdough library is really amazing how it really has uh, brought sourdough to the forefront, and, and especially in a way that it's not just for Pirato's customers. It, it's for people who are passionate about making bread. And that being said... It, Boy, their products are amazing. That authentic and and all those different you know different products that they're able to provide to the baking community really make a, a baker's life a lot easier. So I really thank them for all their support and what they bring to the bread baking world too. You know, I agree. I have to say that authentic is like magic. I've always told uh, Fred and Daryl it is like magic. It's crazy good. It really is. Yeah. Well, thanks. Great to see all of you, and uh, have, I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Absolutely. Thanks for dropping by. I'm with Nick Nyanair, who is a master French baker, and he's here at the Eurogerm booth. And uh, hey, Nico, what's going on, man? Hey, Patrick, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So tell me, you know, so you come to the show representing Eurogerm. Exactly. Uh, an amazing company uh, that does cool ingredients and different things. What's it like setting up for a show? What do you have to do to make this all happen? Like the setting up the booth and stuff like that. So... So basically, you received a lot of uh, cartons, uh, a lot of uh, boxes. You unbox everything. You plug everything together. You try to make it work with the electrician guys, with everything. And uh, so that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not lie. Uh, yeah. But a lot of fun. So when you when you see all coming together, it's uh, it looks nice. So yeah, I'm pretty yeah, happy. Yeah, looks with really it. good. So nice. you basically you're, you've got uh, baguettes. You've got like yeah, yes. a, a pizza too. Tell me about that pizza. So, yeah, we've got two kinds of pizza because, of course, it's a pizza show. So <laughs> I was thinking about making two pizza out of our uh, bread mixes. Uh, so the first one is going to be a high-protein pizza with a lot of protein, pea protein, wheat protein. Uh, on top, I put some uh, pizza sauce, mozzarella, of course, some chicken because it's high in protein. And the other one, uh, it's very interesting, it's a keto pizza. Uh, so for the whole pie, you, you, you're going to have about three grams uh, net carbs, which is uh, which is crazy for a pizza. So uh, on top of that is a white sauce with a polished sausage and mozzarella. Got you, awesome. Yeah. Hey, you know, you did another thing too. I don't remember what you call it. It's those little, looks like a little donut ball and they were killer. Yeah, that, that, I think that's the star of the show. I mean, for us, uh, it's called Quarkbordchen. So it's a German donut, I mean, Kind of a donut. It's mm -hmm. made out of cream cheese, okay. which makes it very unique. The bite is very soft and moist. You can keep it forever, uh, without dry. Uh, so that's that. Yeah, that's uh, people love that. They stop by, they come back. They, they they really love that. That's awesome. It's cool for you to share a lot of your uh, innovative things here. I know that uh, you had done a, um, help me with the training on brioche. So you have a yeah. great French background. What's yeah, your favorite exactly. thing to make? Your fr favorite, favorite French stuff. things. So lately I've been working uh, on uh, the French baguettes, but the traditional way. So with long fermentation, high hydration. Uh, so I think making bread is definitely the, the best thing I like to uh, I like to make, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. So when you say high hydration, 
What yeah. is your hydration? What do you like to work with? How high well, do you take it? It depends for which bread. For okay. example, for a baguette, which has to shape like as a baguette, uh, it's very hard to make a very high uh, hydration baguette. So I'm around 70, 72% based on flour weight uh, of water. Uh, but like for, uh, uh, for all the bread, like loaf bread, I like to go up to uh, 80%, 82% wow. with liquid levain, liquid is that, sourdough. Is that kind of like your shibata? Would you call that a shibata style? No, shibata is, uh, is different. It's very, uh, shibata is around 90% of hydration, so it's very uh, high hydrated too. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, shibata is different. You put a lot of olive oil inside. Uh, there's a lot of different bread you can make. That, that's what's amazing. Uh, with, there is a lot of different flavor. Flour, sorry, a uh, uh, lot of different ingredients. So yeah, you can play with everything and uh, make a lot of different products. Awesome. I, I remember once I had gone to France yeah. uh, for a show and there was, uh, Eurogerm had a chocolate brioche and it was killer. Oh, chocolate brioche, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, people love brioche, people love chocolate, so why not chocolate brioche, you know? <laughs> Makes sense to me, yeah. Right? So yeah, 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 very rich product, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is day two of the show, Nico, and, and I, I know you guys are doing really well. Your booth is kicking butt right now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll let you get back to work, and I just want to say hi and, and look forward to seeing you again, and thanks for taking time. Well, thank you very much, Patrick. It was nice to, uh, to see you today, and uh, have a good uh, rest of show then. For all of you listening out there, Chef Special is part of the Believe Podcast Network. Check it out at Believe.com. And follow me on Instagram at Patrick Honeywell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.